Phil, that was uh, Francis Bennett, uh, former Trappist monk, uh, spiritual teacher, and uh, gone through a, a major change in the last year or so, and uh, uh, very insightful, I, I, I mean, and uh, interesting, uh, her perspective on things. Yes, it is. Well, he was he was interesting uh, as a non-dual teacher and former monk, and now uh, she's equally interesting as right. uh, the same, but uh, with uh, the addition of the uh, gender transition, that makes uh, for very interesting food for thought. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, <clears throat> non-duality, something that... Uh, I still don't have my head fully wrapped around. I'm not sure that anybody does. But, uh, you know, the, the, I think the best explanation is like what she said, what you, what, what we've heard and discussed over and over is, yes, there is, we live in a dualistic world. We have to deal with that uh, reality. We don't live in an amorphous love of oneness. But at the same time, underlying all this is a oneness or we are parts of a whole. And, and that being said, uh, I, I wonder why, at least intellectually, uh, it's important uh, for people to uh, understand that. Uh, I guess it is, uh, and, and uh, certainly I I like having that insight, if not direct experience. And uh, but uh, I, I don't know. And is there a huge difference from uh, in different schools of thought within the non-dualistic world? Well. Yeah, to to get to your second point, within the world of Vedanta, there's Advaita Vedanta, there's Dvaita Vedanta, and there's Vasista Dvaita Vedanta, and there's nuances, and just people will argue and debate over those nuances. But to me, these are, excuse me, not just reflective of different um, uh, lineages or whatever uh, you read or whatever guru you had, they're also um, reflective of states of consciousness. I mean, you know, these, these, this is not speculative philosophy. You know, uh, we do live in, in a amorphous blob of oneness to use your words but we we also live in a world of separation and forms and change and otherwise there'd be no life as we know it and i'm you and you're me and you're in iowa and i'm in california <laughs> wasn't there a beatles and song yet, about that yeah I am and one yet, it, it, it's you know we we exist in in oneness. Both right. are true, and okay. and non-duality accepts that both are true, okay. but that one, the reality of oneness, is more uh, the ultimate okay. reality, he, the absolute here, reality. Here's another question, and uh, I should have probably asked Francis this maybe next time. Um, the the many people in that from non-dualistic traditions and I'll say a, a plural, more than one, uh, will use the term, uh, well, now I'm awakened. And I think Frances said she was awakened. Uh, yeah. What uh, do people generally mean by that? Yeah, it, it, at least your experience in inter- interacting with uh, these folks. Well, they mean what you remember being taught back in the days you were becoming a, a, a teacher of TM and 
everything you you heard about the the awakening to the ultimate truth that what I am and what you are and what Francis is is your spirit or ultimate reality beyond all form, beyond all substance, beyond all boundaries, boundless pure being or pure consciousness. That is our the ultimate nature of reality. And as the Upanishad says, thou art that. So they have awakened to that truth. They well, let, me, realized... let, me interrupt, let me interrupt here. Because, okay, uh, in Maharishi's teaching, which we're both very familiar with, there were specific higher states of consciousness, cosmic consciousness. It went like that, you know, so, and ultimately leading to this experience of oneness within the duality and all. Uh, but is that, but that was very specific and very clearly defined experientially. Yeah. And, and but, but I've also heard people who, uh, from non-dualistic traditions or studied with non-dualistic teachers or the teachers themselves say, and, 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 and Francis used the term intuitive, intuitive, uh, that this oneness uh, is their definition different? Is it okay now? No, I realize. No. I, I don't know. I don't know where it is. It, it experiential it, or is it, it intellectual? To me, it's perfectly consistent with everything you were taught, and that's taught in the um, all the Advaita Vedanta traditions, which is the tradition that our teacher Maharishi uh, came from, and it's just different language, just different ways of expressing it. To say I intuited this is probably but, but in a, some cases. Yeah, there's a big difference between. Well, it to seems to be a big difference. It, you know, you can have an intuition about something, and it's it's like a, a form of knowledge. You know something. It's almost like an intellectual uh, idea. But th- another way of looking it into it is that uh, you you realize something, you awaken to that truth. And so I'm, you know, it depends on who's saying it. And I, I can't say every non-dual teacher means what we think he means or she means. They have different ways of expressing it, and some may be putting language, familiar language, to a realization that's not really uh, complete or, you know, what um, the traditions would uh, describe them as. Right. So it's, it's, it's not easy to discuss this stuff. Right, right. But, but the teachers who talk about awakening, at least, I, and I can't speak to whether they um, are really are living this, but they sound like they're describing the uh, traditional awakening to the, you know, I am that, I am, uh, my, my ultimate nature, the truth of my ultimate nature is uh, pure, unbounded consciousness. Right. And, 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 and whether it's permanent in their lives, whether it's complete in their lives, I can't say. But whether it's re- real. I mean, I mean, one of the things that Francis said, which I, I thought was very important, and, and how I uh, kind of evaluate spiritual teachers uh, uh, or anybody that speaks uh, about spirituality with any authority, and that is, what are their lives like? Are they kind people? Are they good people? Are they generous people? Uh, are they balanced people? Uh, and uh, uh, ultimately, that, that being the... Uh, if, if they're speaking it, but not demonstrating that, then I really question where they're coming from. Uh, if they speak it and they're demonstrating that, then uh, at least I think there's a, strong, there's a possibility 
they are in fact have that awakening. But but one like you said, one never knows because I can't have the experience of someone else. Uh, but I I wish I wish I wish them all well, and I think those that are most awakened <laughs> probably don't talk about it. They keep it to themselves. Well, you know, maybe so, they, but yeah. if they're teachers, they have right. to talk about right. it. And I mean, some yeah. people, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, fully awakened people in the world who are, you know, carpenters and doctors and everything else, and they're not teachers, so they don't have to teach right. or talk right. about it, and maybe they're more comfortable that right. way and Which, are very humble about it. But if the teachers, those who come before the public, that's their calling card. Right, right. No, no, I understand. So they're that. going to talk about it. Now, you could you could question the uh, reality of it, um, but you know. Right, and then there are others that if a teacher is not connected to a lineage, they would uh, uh, question them. I, I, I would not. I don't think you have to be connected to a lineage. But uh, along these lines, our good friend Rick Archer, his uh, Buddha at the gas pump, which many people will be familiar with. I think that that title comes from. Uh, his attempt to uh, point out the democratization of enlightenment, yeah. that it's not just a lot of the people he has on the shows, and I don't know how authentic their, uh, their, their experiences or their awakening is, but most of those folks, uh, you know, are butchers, bakers, and candlestick makers. Well, maybe not butchers, yeah. but, you know, uh, and, and it's not just uh, somebody with some enormous title or... Uh, some life of privilege that has that awakening, but it, it or a charismatic just, person who attracts a lot of followers, whose <clears throat> realization may be uh, less than what it's made out to be. I don't want to sound too cynical, right? Because uh, I can't. I, I, I. But I've heard you know people describe uh, some of the teachers in a cynical way, but who knows? I mean, they're all right. teaching useful. Right practices and useful ideas. But the, the, the critical thing to me is what Francis mentioned. There's often a denial of what we would think of as ordinary life and the duties and responsibilities and concerns that most of us uh, have to attend to every day. And, you know, there's some value in saying that's not all there is. Transcend that. But then there's the coming back. You know, in the, in the Zen tradition, there's this uh, series of drawings called the uh, ox herder drawings that are said to depict the stages of enlightenment. And the one that um, symbolizes the awakening state is non-representational. There's no person uh, drawn. It's just this almost complete circle called the Zendo. But what follows that is the Zen herder coming back into the world, into the marketplace to live that. And that always, to me, is, you know, the a critical thing that, yes, you transcend the, um, the you awaken to that, that there's something transcendent to the world. Mm-hmm. But then you still have to live in it, in the world, and yeah. to ignore that that's real mm-hmm. uh, is is an evasion of the humanness. Mm-hmm. And I think Francis is doing very good work in in uh, standing up for retaining the human nature of what we are, even as we awaken to the fact that you know that's a limited form right. of identity. Well, well put. Uh, subject matter that we'll continue with. Forever interesting. 
<coughs> the subject matter of our show, uh, contemporary okay. spirituality. And uh, till next time, Phil. All right. Over and Take out. Take care.